Hi, I'm Eddie Wagner, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Evening, all. It's your old pal Ian Taylor here, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast with my co-host, Noreen Rad. That's him, stood over by the bar polishing that silver watch that he carries around and talks to. I remember when we was wee nippers, how we used to run around, show each other the latest trading cards all the way from that there America, and how we'd laugh with Alfie Noakes, knock Geraldine's cards into the muddy puddle outside the chemist shop on the market. Good times they was. <laughs> I remember the time when we first pulled a Fenwick. Never knew such a thing could happen to us, and yet here we are, blessed, each and every one of us, to live in the age of Fenwick and bask in the incomparable glory of his awesome collection. It gives me great pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, and all sorted non-binaries, therefore, to welcome our guest for this week on this here radio thingamabob. You'll know him from many a throwdown past the bat and sketch flex. It's none other than Jeffrey Fenwick, all the way from that there America. That's me. <laughs> Two things. One, that was great. Two... How many glasses of wine did you have before we got on the air? <laughs> Only a half. Only a Only half. half. Okay. Only a half. That was good, though. I mean, that was the longest intro yet. Uh, and I well sustained. There. I went method. I went method. You did? No, you went all the way in. Mm. Mm. It was good. I Very it. good. We'll have to think yeah. of a name for that character. Yes. I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Old school London intro bloke. Maybe. Maybe. No. Maybe. Totally connects with the American audience. I remember that time when I was in Snatch. But oh we my won't God, talk- it's continuing. Um, we won't talk about that. Anyway, um, we have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. Jeff, Jeff Fenwick. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. The legendary uh, Jeff yes. Fenwick. Okay. Really? Oh, well, as Norrin is frequently um, known to shout, Fenwick. Fenwick. Yes. I've heard it, that. It's yeah. true. It's actually really bad. So Ian and I were talking and we were like, let's just see if Fenwick will do it. Because we have talked about getting you on the show before. And we're like, let's just see if he'll go for it. I know he's more quiet. Maybe he won't do it. And I said Fenwick out loud to Ian on the show. My wife was passing by. She's like, wait, Fenwick, the better Silver Surfer collector than you? (laughs) And I was like... Burn, 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 burn. You really burned you, didn't you? Wow. Yeah, no, it was really funny. I died. It was great because it was just it was just so uncalled for and rude. But it was pretty funny. But I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, but I'm so glad you're here, man. You are. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, dude, this is going to be so much fun, man. So crazy. So, so we all have to know, right? Because you're a little more of an elusive collector. You know what I mean? Yes. How did this start, my friend? Where did this come from? Tell us your origin story. Well, uh, I work in the trading card industry, I guess, uh, on the retail side of things. Uh, I've been in it for over 30 years. Uh, so I've I've seen pretty much the card companies come and go. Uh, yeah, so um, you know, I mostly collected sports cards, but then... Uh, uh, around 2006, 2007, I got into Marvel Masterpieces set one, and then a lot of the Rittenhouse sets, and uh, that kind of just, 
you know, started the the collection going. <laughs> um, and for professional and business reasons, I uh, found Scoundrel, the art form, mm-hmm. and then that's where I uh, kind of fell in love with doing commissions and that kind of thing. So I first started with like artist proofs and that type of thing. Uh, and then uh, it just kind of became my obsession. <laughs> so I've, I've used to collect comic books pretty heavily for about 15 plus years. Um, and I did the cards, but they, they just all take up space. So I decided to kind of narrow my focus. And uh, But now I have over 6,000 sketch cards. So it's uh, <laughs> it oh uh, takes up space too. So, But uh, most of my other stuff's all in a storage unit, which I haven't seen in about 20 years. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have like the Marvel, you know, the 1990 Marvel Universe cards and of course, 1992 Marvel masterpieces and that kind of stuff. But uh, but uh, yeah. And luckily through my work, I was able to get access to pretty much all the Rittenhouse sets. So I've opened at least a case of each one of them. Wow. Um, And also the upper deck Marvel Masterpieces, uh, you know, 2007, 2008 sets. Those were my favorite. Uh, I oh. love the sketch cards from them. Um, those, to me, were truly sketch cards. Now, to me, they're more art cards. But, you know, it, it bugs me when it's a full painting and they call it a sketch card still. I, I have a little pet peeve about that. but I love that. That is so great. I mean, we Ian and I talk about that on the show all the time. And I'm kind of in the same school as you, like... I look at sketch cards and just seeing like the thought process and the artistry and the creativity and the the variety of them, especially like Marvel Masterpieces 07 and 08, it's just uncompare. It's incomparable. Oh, it's just goodness. it's just insane. Actually, it's funny. I think your collection was the first time because I went to Scoundrel, but I was I was younger and I wasn't you know I didn't have money to collecting cars and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I would just like see ebay because my dad would be on ebay uh, buying like computer parts so i would see cards and stuff and be like drooling and all this stuff um <laughs> but it wasn't until sketch collectors where i found you oh um, yes that's my other favorite site oh man i mean really like supported much anymore but it's it's, it's a going. shame it's a shame because it's a great yeah. site and and that that i mean that site itself is archiving so many years of I think everybody would be devastated if they couldn't have something like that. You know what I mean? To see, cause I, that's how I understood sketch cards. That was my whole education was sketch collectors, you know, but yeah, seeing the Marvel masterpieces, 07 and 08, I think your collection, it was the first time I really understood because most collectors like Ian and I know, and you know, I'm sure most collectors keep that stuff under lock and key. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I struggled with that personally for some time, but then I decided just to go for it. So let it happen. <laughs> well, thank you for doing so. Cause Seriously, it's, yeah, thank you. It's so wonderful just to just to see the the, the pieces being shared via the past the bat and hashtag on the group. And hats off to Rick Ortiz for for, for starting oh. that off. Um, yeah, I'm always going to give him name credit for that because because he he's a rock yeah, star. He did, you know, he started it off and it, it was brilliant. Um, but I um. Oh, I, I love his stuff. He has a he has a good collection. He has a yeah. collection. Yeah. Great eye. Yeah. Great eye. Um and you can hear us talk to Rick Ortiz on episode <laughs> insert advert here. Um I'll <laughs> go back and edit that in. Um I'll find a number. Um I can't I can never remember the numbers that we have. Um but anyway, um because I think so many people don't choose to share it because they don't want the 
well, one of the reasons I think is that they don't want people hounding them to say, I really want that. I, you shared like it. the annoying Silver Surfer guy we all know. I know. Or <laughs> yes. that bastard. I, know. <laughs> I, I rejected Norrin uh, multiple times, but then I, uh, I gave I in. <laughs> I loved you. And then he invited me to join your Facebook groups and such. So. Oh, my God. Oh, is that you. how it happened? <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Oh, wow. So you're to blame, Norrin. <laughs> you're to blame. I, I figured it out. You're to blame for most things, Norrin. Indirectly, everything leads back Indirectly. to you. If you draw a Venn diagram of car collecting, somewhere there's you crossing over with everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Not at no. all. No. Yeah. I mean, oh man, poor Fenwick. I feel terrible. But yeah, Rick. Rick started that, and then you jumped right in there. And then I think between you and Fuller, we'll never run out of cards to look at. Oh no. <laughs> Yes, I know he beats me big time. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you guys are have to be neck and neck. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know anybody. Maybe like Andy one Kerr? or two. Andy Kerr's got a pretty good. Collection. Andy Kerr, now that guy is next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. and he's yeah. got he's got an awesome amount. I was I was going to say, is it is it all Marvel, Jeff, or do you dabble oh, elsewhere? No, uh, it's primarily Marvel. I'm also uh, uh, I like DC Comics as well. I, I <laughs> uh, but I also have a small amount of. Other properties, Indiana Jones, Star Trek, uh, uh, you know, a few other sets, mm. mostly artists that I enjoyed. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but my primary emphasis is the two major comic book companies, the Marvel yeah. and DC Comics. When I was so, a kid, I collect, I loved comic books, but I'm kind of a global thing. I, I like the whole kind of pantheon of stuff. So when I was buying comics, I bought Dark Horse and Valiant and Image and, you know, I just didn't concentrate on one type of thing. Um, and the same thing when I collected sports, I kind of did it all. I have, you know, soccer cards and football and hockey and yeah. Olympic stuff and auto race, you know, it's like the whole thing. So, uh, wow. so then when I got into sketch cards, I kind of just, it didn't really matter <laughs> if, if it caught my eye, I collected it. So, but because we're a Marvel group here, I mostly share my marbles, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you're you're a true collector, right? You you are. You do yeah. not discriminate. You know what I mean? Like you really do. It's you know it's well, it's amazing I, how you've been able to build it. Yeah, I, I'm one where uh, I like to collect for collecting reasons, uh, not necessarily for money. Uh, when I first started working in card shops, you know, back in the day, there were already people obsessed with money and the value of stuff. But uh, I was just more into liking the athlete or liking the comic book or whatnot. So when it came to the sketch cards, I, uh, you know, I didn't necessarily just go for all the high end stuff. I, you know, so, um, you know, it was more the better for me. So, like, for instance, I like Mark Spears or Mark Dos Santos work. And at the time, you know, no one really cared about them. So I was able just to pick up a bunch of their stuff, you know, so, wow. which makes me happy compared to only having all NARS or, you know, high end type dudes, you know, I don't mind having them either. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I and just you have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you yeah, have, have great pieces yeah. I was lucky to come across, but, but uh, yeah, so I just like collecting. <laughs> I love that. I love well, it. I mean, that's yeah. phenomenal, man. I mean, I, I just think that's great. I, I I love what you've done with your collection. I love the time you spent on it. And so I guess one of the biggest questions I would have, you know, 
you know, you've always been into this. This is you've, you're one of those guys, one of those people who collects. You know what I mean? You get into something, you you collect it, you enjoy it, and you collect based off of your eye, not next, not necessarily a price tag, right? Yeah. And I think what you've done over the years is is really kept a really lovely history mm. of everything. You know what I mean? From artists to the types of sketch cards and, and, and a beautiful range. So yeah. let's let's do this. And you don't have to say anything at all, obviously. You know, I'm not trying to get in your head. Well, he needs to say something. We're a podcast. Of course. Well, hi, well, you know what I mean. You know, you know what I mean. He doesn't have to say anything uh, too revealing. Um, you know, when you look at a sketch card, like what are the top three things that kind of get you like, oh, I love this. This is great. I'm so happy this is this is this this attribute, this feature is here. Mm, that's a good question. Well, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know how to answer that, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> that's a, it's a pretty specific question. I feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I enjoy art in general. Um, so and I like this creativity. Um, so that this there's something about the piece that catches my eye and that meets those check marks, you know, then, then I pick it up. Uh, you know, I struggled at times where I, would I only be a, a character collector? So in the beginning, like I liked storm, for instance, so I only bought like storm sketch cards. Um, I got kind of in the concept of trying to do the master sets for a while. Um, and I admit there are certain artists that I kind of don't like their work. So I kind of stopped doing that. But I regret that now because uh, now trying to go back and redo them, it's just almost impossible. So one of the sets I started on that was the Expen Archives. And I started and then I kind of abandoned that project and I wish to you know, restart that, but just finding the pieces is just mm. impossible sometimes. Um, and obviously the I doing the 2007 Marvel Masterpiece of 2008, there's some artists when they produced one or two pieces or four pieces, you know, it's just almost impossible. So, um, but then later on, I uh, decided to go the, so like the Fantastic Four archives is the only Marvel set that I completed. And actually with your help, Norm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's how yeah. I treated the card that uh, you, you had wanted. To... Yes. So poor, yes. poor Fenwick. You know, it wasn't it wasn't for a lack of trying. Fenwick tried to deny me multiple times. And <laughs> <laughs> I can only say this now because poor guy, I tortured him. Um, so, yeah. So I got really lucky, actually, with that whole trade. So, you know. I oh God, I don't want this to be a whole thing of how I was an annoying prick, but like, you know, I had talked to Fenwick for a long time and he it was just a coincidence. It really worked out beautifully because I had met someone who kind of collects like you and it's actually Letty, Kevin Letty. Uh, yes. Kevin Is he parts? Yes, I eat cards. Okay. Right? Who's like a friend of ours and you know him and he has a nice soup. He's a great guy, amazing collection, super sweet. And I had been wanting this card out of Fenwick's collection for a long time. Long time. It's 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 actually one of my favorite cards. Um it's Frankie Ray Nova um, from FFA. And, you know, Banks did a bunch of cards and normally like I like Banks, but it wasn't like I didn't like was drawn to Banks. But I feel like, in my opinion, this is the best Nova That's I've ever seen in my life. Say that again. Watkins Chow. Chow. I don't know why I said Banks. I meant Chow. Yeah, not Daryl Banks. Banks. No, no. I said Chow like an idiot. <laughs> Nervous. Right. So, right. <laughs> 
I got all nervous. So yeah, so what happened was um, I just happened to ask Letty and Fenwick. You know, Jeff was like, "I'm missing this car," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I don't think I don't think he had any hope for me to like to uncover it as fast as I did. <laughs> but luckily, Letty had two, and he was like, "Yeah, here you go." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So it just wow. happened to work out. But yeah, it was it was super lucky. It was super lucky, super lucky, because like. Jeff doesn't give up cards at all. <laughs> so so at let all. me let me let me backtrack a bit. For those who might not know, when you say completed Fantastic Four archives, what do you mean from a sketch oh, point of view? Only the sketch cards. I uh, attempted to get at least one of each of the packed out artists. Um, gotcha. And then I also have been lucky enough to acquire some of the that set had some ultra rare what they call the black and white sketches. Although one of them I have is colored um i was actually able to pull one of them which was pretty exciting whoa um, yeah most of the time when i opened the written house i did what people did where they stopped when they got the the sketch so they have a bunch of unopened packs but i uh i had uh, hundreds of them laying around and then one day i decided just to bust them all and it ended up i had pulled one <laughs> or i had wow. one of that, that that horde um but uh yeah, so I, I finally acquired at least one of each of the artists from that. And the only other set I have in that regard is the DC Legacy. Um, that's actually my favorite of all sets. So I have at least one of the artists from that product as well. Super underrated. Yeah. Super that, underrated. <laughs> but, but I realize that this is a Marvel deal, so... <laughs> That's right. You can carry we'll on talk talking about it. about it. I've got no idea what you're talking about, but you can carry on talking about uh, it. <laughs> yeah, it's a written house set from about 2007, 2008. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so, I like the written house product. So, pretty much any of the uh, Marvel or DC products that had sketch cards in them, I like that where it was one of box and a reasonably priced point. Um, I have kind of issues with today's boxes and how expensive they are. And, and, uh, to me, the quality of the artwork is pretty much the same, but then people are valuing the pieces at hundreds and hundreds of dollars, which I kind of just, you know, I don't really get, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I have the, I have the same opinion and I think it's mostly, I honestly, I really do believe this and I know this is going to like piss off old school people, but like, I think it's because a lot of sketch cards from those sets like MMO seven or the Rin house stuff, you know what I mean? It's kept so locked up that no one knows who those artists are. They don't, I mean, people don't even realize now that comic book legends, people who've invented characters that exist now as first appearance characters, you know what I mean? Have worked on sketch cards. People just don't know. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. For me, the only I've I've only really got maybe one artist that would fulfil that criteria, and that's Mark Texera. Ah, you know, yeah, I've, I've, I'm lucky enough to own uh, two black cats by him, but he, you know, for me, he's 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 up there because he when I was properly getting into Marvel in the in the early nineties, of course, Ghost Rider. Yep, you know. Yes. He was doing it, and for me, the fact that I own a black um, couple of black cats by him is absolutely amazing. But but yeah, I mean, you do get those absolute legends, obviously in the late nineties sets. Um, that's a whole different <laughs> um, oh, realm of legends. But um, but you know, masterpieces oh seven. Um, of course, you had people do, doing work on that. You had some of the early written house sets had some incredible 
um, it's a wonderful artists, range of you know artists, a lot of, yeah. a lot of which aren't, aren't with us anymore some so, certainly not oh, the, yes. a lot of the old school guys um, I always speak quite highly of a, a an artist who whose work I didn't know as well at Marvel until I discovered his work at in trading cards and then I realized he passed away not long after the set that I, I know and that's Dave Simons Ah um, yes, and his his yeah his woman of Marvel um, stuff is amazing, um, and unfortunately, but he passed away not long after that. But he was kind of a big, you know, big part of the Marvel team in the in the eighties and you know nineties. So yeah. you know, there's a lot of artists of that era who who worked on sketch cards as well, and people just don't don't know or don't don't appreciate it. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. It's fascinating, um, which reminds me, after we've finished recording, because it'll be for your ears only for now, Jeff, we'll tell you who's on episode 100. Put a pin oh, yeah, that. baby. Remind me. You're we'll come back it. to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. going to be fun. You, yes. Yeah. You will appreciate that. Um, so so let me back up, back up a sec. So you work, you've you worked for um, card stores, or do you own, yes. you own one, or do, do, you, do you work in one? No, I, I uh, primarily uh, worked for them. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, in about 1980, in my freshman year of high school, uh, there were already you know comic book stores in the area. So about in you know for like 84 on, I would hang out in the, those stores. And then when uh, uh, a baseball card shop opened up, <laughs> oh. and uh, the owner there was a hardcore collector of baseball cards, and uh, he introduced me to all of the vintage from 1951 kind of through he would bring in a set of you know every week and let me go through them and so I, I learned all about baseball cards mostly in those wow. early years um and then once I graduated high school I just started working in card shops I also had experience with selling uh, collectible card games comic books other types of collectibles um wow. And I've pretty much done everything you could, you know, I've opened this bazillions of packs. I've sorted God knows how many cards, uh, <laughs> scanned a billion cards, um, done eBay auctions, Amazon listings, Beckett Marketplace listings. You know, I've pretty much done it all. Um, in the last years, I uh, even had a staff of people that I had to delegate work to and that, wow. that type of thing. Um, but uh, I recently left that place or my last employer, and I was going to take about a year off, but then the pandemic hit. So currently, I'm unemployed. But uh, oh my! Uh, but I do an odd, you know, eBay type auction and that type of thing here and there. But uh, um, yeah, and wow. I also did like the show circuit. So I uh, I exhibited at the National, which is the largest sports card convention in, right. in yeah, the yeah. states. I've also exhibited at the comic at the San Diego Comic Con back in the day. Um, I also went to that of many years as a collector, um, which I remembered it as being a comic book convention, and now it's more yeah. of a pop culture event. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's like Mecca. One year that I visited there, it was insane when they would open the doors and people would be sprinting to XYZ line, you know, to wait for something. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, Any good card finds at that one? <laughs> yeah, well, no, that that was mostly in the nineties. Nineties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I also uh, the shows were a lot of fun. I also exhibited one time at a the Super Bowl. The NFL uh, had like a whole experience for fans, and then part of that was uh, a card show. So wow. one year, in the, when the Super Bowl was in Phoenix, Arizona, I exhibited at that as well. Um, that was a fun time. 
That's really but in the cool. last years, it's mostly about uh, inventorying product and e-commerce. Yeah. So, and then, yeah. you know, I've seen the rise of eBay and <laughs> the rise and fall of different card companies, you know, Fleer and whatnot and Pacific and... Inkworks. Yeah. And, yes. <laughs> and then uh, different employers I worked for were into non-sports. Some weren't into non-sports. So my primary emphasis was been sports, but... Um, because of my love of comics as a kid, I, and I also like art, so that's why sketch cards is like this perfect synergy for me. It's it's art, it's trading cards, mm. you know. So it all works for me. Wow, you probably yeah. drive in both lanes, then, don't you? Wow. Yeah, you're a beast. Okay. And I also like I don't play the games, but I've had experience with you know Magic the Gathering and Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and that nice. kind of stuff. And yeah, those those kind of drove me crazy, but. <laughs> yeah but i'm pretty much about sports and non-sports so wow you know it's crazy because like marble card collectors really are that like subgroup of card collectors where it really is about the artwork you know what i mean like so many you know like i i imagine this and and i've seen you know more about sports side than i do but it's definitely following stats seeing the ingenuity of the cards and the beauty of the card you know there is an appreciation for that but once you get to like the comic art you know, collection of cards type of thing. You really are just like all of us are very much <laughs> art connoisseurs. You know what I mean? Like we have a very specific type of idea of what we're looking at and, and what we like and stuff like that. It's always been really interesting to me and sketch cards for me has always been, like you said, that is the best thing you can possibly get for someone who's into art, right? Is a one of one original piece. I mean, you yes. can't, just can't top that feeling, you know, being that close to the work itself. Agreed. Yeah. Except if you get, uh, we're into Indiana Jones and they have a million uh, skulls or whatever, you know, <laughs> they just oh. keep drawing the same thing hundreds of times. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard that, that there's something like that in Lord of the Rings too, right? Oh, yes, Lord yes. of the Rings. Up until last year, I had I had about six Lord of the Rings sketch cards that I wouldn't wasn't able to move for love nor money for the longest time, and I couldn't figure out why. And then um, they're really rudimentary. And then and then I think I think Fuller and Matt Fuller might have might have uh, said, "Oh yeah, 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 that one was done repeated about two hundred times or something yes, like that." Yes. It's like. <laughs> Ah, okay. And I think it was he has an insane collection on the the Lord of the Rings. He does. (laughs) He does. Yeah. He's like the Lord of the Rings dude, from what I hear. Well, we put. um, uh, I found the post on Scoundrel where he got the scene from the movie. Yeah, he recreated, framed it, and storyboarded the movie with sketch cards. And there's a post on Scoundrel that are just not Scoundrel, blowout, that goes on for like, you're scrolling for like, I mean, seriously, you'd be able to watch the movie in the time it takes you to scroll through the post. Um, and it's the most phenomenal thing. And I think, I mean, when we spoke to him, he said he'd done it for the Fellowship and Two Towers. I don't think he did it for Return of the King. I think he might have run out of steam and, uh, and or money. Um, before the end of that, but my goodness me. Um, so have you ever, um, um, I know sketch is your thing, but you mentioned that you'd open like so much product. Do you actually like, collect the sets as well, or do you kind of are they a means to an end for you? Uh, they're more of the means of the end. Uh, a lot of times, uh, I actually pretty much just gave it to the business that I worked for at the time. Right. So you know, they they let me get you know a case basically their cost kind of a thing. So then as part of the price of that, I gave them 
pretty much all the product minus the sketch cards kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't uh, I don't have the sets or you know the insert sets. And I'm no. very familiar with them, obviously, because then uh, I had the yeah. inventory and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll 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 make a note to not then hit you up with a list of Rittenhouse wants. <laughs> no worries. Um, Actually, I do have some, but the, they're once again in the storage units. So. No, that's fine. Mm. This this mythical storage unit. Oh my goodness me! I, I, straight away, <laughs> my mind goes to the warehouse oh. at the end of Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> as, as we as we as we often. Do. I would not be surprised. I would not if be it surprised. Was close. Jeff, can I ask you a, a question? I, I'm, I'm just something in, inkling in my head, and appreciating there's a lot of Jeffs in the world. But what yes. was your user ID on Scoundrel? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's RA4420. Okay, yes. Now, that, that does ring a bell, but you're not... <laughs> no, I didn't not, use my name at that time. Yeah, 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 no. No, there was, there was, a, guy, there was a guy on Scoundrel called, called Jeff um, who at one point had literally showed a photo in his garage had case after case of opened Marvel Masterpieces 2008 Series 2 where he'd bought in he must have bought in uh, hundreds of cases and all of the stuff that wasn't sketch cards was just like in this, oh. game, this massive <laughs> pile um, and I funny enough I came I came across his his eBay um, ID very recently um, and sorry, still had stuff listed. Um, so if anyone needs Marvel Masterpieces 2008, <laughs> he's your guy, because I can't imagine it'll have shifted it all by now. Um, he's spending years to offload what he's unpacked. <laughs> well, the thing is, I've noticed that, uh, interestingly, a lot of people are starting to get into 07. Um, As they should. It's a cool set. Yes. It's a good-looking set. Kind of a very really? delayed thing. Yeah, but 08 as well. People are like, right, okay, I want these, you know, Marvel Knights inserts or whatever they are. Or, you know, the writer autographs is such an under-appreciated oh. part. And, you know, you used to be able to throw a rock and you could hit them on eBay for pretty good amounts of money. Indeed. You can't get them anymore. No. It's dried up. Dried up. So... Yeah. So, yeah, but most of these things are going to dry up, as as we all know. I mean, like I guess the next question, the really the the, the real difficult one. So, Jeff, how? I mean, I know I was bothering you, but all kidding aside, like coming into the group and like you know being part of the group, and I'm so glad you're here, man. Like in all seriousness, like I know I bothered the hell out of you, but it was only out of like admiration of your collection, obviously. Um, you know. How, I mean, man, with as much as you've gotten, like, were you doing tons of trades? Were you just eBay hunting? Like, because no. it didn't seem like you were, like, unfortunately, you know, a box break and eBay purchases. And wow. then I've never really been kind of a card trader person. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that is. Uh, or I've traded very rarely, but uh, I really enjoyed, though, uh, interacting with the artists and commissioning works. Mm-hmm. So I also have a very large, uh, like the personal sketch card kind of thing. I have like well over thousand plus of them. Um, wow. and most of them I commissioned. So I, I really enjoyed that time. Um, and those were a combination also of eBay and mostly scoundrel type yeah. of, uh, you know, interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, most of my acquisitions have been through case break and eBay purchases. Wow. Yeah, I feel like I that's the norm for like you guys or, or this group. I I 
all my other friends are into other things and or if they're into trading cards are purely about sports so i'm kind of been on my own when it came to well, welcome Not. to the group, bro, because all of us are on a desert island, too, man. I don't know anybody in North Carolina who's like collecting uh, sketch yes. cards. And Never very, virtually no one in the UK. Yeah, you're definitely alone. But uh, Say again, they're Jeff? so rare to come. You know, I can't replace things that I have. So it's like, you know, they. I want what you have, but, you know, I, I can't really replace it again. So and pretty it's true. <laughs> of <moving> yeah. Things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sketch cards are not something you can. And it's, I mean, they're so, the reason I ask is because like there is, and I respect, I respect, you know, there's a big portion of me that doesn't want to show all my surfer sketch cards in one place only because it's not because I don't want to share them. It's weird that I get really paranoid, right? I don't want them copied. I don't want artists to look at that sketch card and make another sketch card of the same thing because I've seen artists do that, which freaks me out. You know what I mean? I like the one of one uniqueness of it. Does that make sense? So yes, like, I had that done to me one time, which I didn't whoa, care. really? Yes, I I have a that's a daredevil uh, artist proof where he's breaking through the stained glass window. Oh. And then a collector had another artist who actually even wasn't an official artist recreate that piece on a on a blank. And <laughs> I didn't really care for that, but it's it is what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean you 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 get yeah, let it go at one point, but I know that Daredevil, that's that's one of the prettiest Daredevils I've sketches I've ever seen, hands yeah. down. So, you know, talking about sketch talking about characters, and I, I don't want to pigeonhole you, but you know, what are some I know you're a surfer fan. You've never confirmed yes. it, but you are a surfer fan. I don't care what you say. I've seen your <laughs> surfers. I know you love that. And I know you're uh, you're you have a couple of other characters you're that I see your collection. You're very particular. You know what I mean uh, about which ones you build up. Uh it this it's kind of just an accumulative thing. Uh like I said, I like kind of all comics or all of, so it's like if I can get a piece of XYZ character, but it just ends up that over time I have, you know, 100 plus Wolverine guards or right. Storm or it's not really done on purpose, to be honest. That's uh, crazy. Wow. But the one character I did start with was Storm. I, I like that character, for instance. Um, but then uh, like the Fantastic Four band, kind of that's what drew me also to get more of that product um and that makes them even more special to me since they're still banned in you know uh, from official cards uh, yeah which i hope ends soon but i hope so man i am fingers crossed i know it's going to be a bloodbath when it happens <laughs> it's gonna be rough <laughs> and uh i also enjoyed the x-men books as a kid so that was you know any kind of X-Men related characters were just all good with me. So that's my other favorite is the X-Men archives product. Mm. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, there's no, I like only black cat or only like spawn or whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> this happens to be, I ended up getting, you know, a bunch of them. So, so for instance, when there's the daily thing, I can still, you know, Oh, I got dazzler today or I have a, mm. you know, scorpion or whoever you know <laughs> whoever's picked i i pretty much have a card of them love the variety wow. man. Yeah. we um we um well first of all you got me in in mind of a black cat and spawn crossover which is just a dizzy <laughs> just a dizzy prospect because as long as todd mcfarlane does the cover i'm happy man because um, wow, there's a man who needs to draw more black cat um 
uh, Jeff, I'm, I'm, I realise I'm lucky enough. Our first interaction was uh, you purchased some cards off me, but it wasn't from MCCW. It was from a different group um, when I had a trim down of my black cats. Ah, yes. uh, it was on, I can even tell you where it was, it was on the 9th of April 2019. That's and a mere five days later, you joined MCCW. This is like, this is your life, if you've ever seen that. It's a very UK <laughs> show. But anyway, um, and, um, and, and here is the mailman that delivers those cards. Um, but uh, reunited with you here today. Um, and you bought two Dos Santos black cat sketches yes. from me. Um, for- I enjoy his work. Yes, yes, uh, for the grand sum of fifty dollars for the two. Um, so you keep good records. I don't keep any records. <laughs> no, to be honest, with you, no. I'm looking at it on Messenger. It's, it's, it's ah. go back to when you first uh, com- communicated with me, and um, um, but yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I consider myself blessed that that some of my um, some of my collection ended up in yours. Uh, ah, in, nice. in what I what I um, would, would would say is probably it's forever home um do you ever so if, apart from the circumstance where you where you mentioned norin managed to finally pry one from from your from your from your i'm such a prick this is the uh, worst thing ever i'm sound you, like the worst person you, which you, i am it's, it's, like you're, it's like you're, you're kind of paying penance for something that wasn't i crime. should be brilliant i love I, it i, I love I it it was guilty. multiple years probably was, you know what, Jeff? You don't need to help. Okay. <laughs> it was multiple years. It was 100% multiple years. Goodness me. Um, do you, um, and I think I think we've kind of touched on this, but just, just, just I'm clear. You don't, you, I've never seen you sell anything. Um, no. in a part if I from, sell stuff, it's my sports yeah. cards or, uh, actually, I did sell some sketch cards, which I regret back in the day, which were from 2007 Marvel Masterpieces, but, oh. uh, but they were ones I didn't at the time really care for. But yeah. that was the one and only time. Right. Okay. Because right. I even pulled one that pretty much was like a blank, which I know was one of the the scandals of the day if there were blanks pulled or not. But oh, it pretty much wow. was just a lightly drawn card. But uh, I don't remember who the artist was at the time. But um, there so were a few that the artist drew very faintly oh, okay. on the card, so they pretty much looked like blanks. But uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember from the scoundrel days, there were just certain scandals, <laughs> and that was one of the, you know, one of the numerous discussed topics where, uh, you know, were there blanks inserted in the packs and that kind of thing, but, which I doubt that there were, but through my experience with, you know, all the other cards that I've dealt with over the years, but, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, I pretty much don't sell my sketch cards. Yeah. And very rarely trade them away without a multiple year Smart, huh? kind of um, <laughs> yes. kind of uh, courtship is probably the best yes. way to phrase that. Um, yeah, yeah. Put a stipulation. Obviously, I, I needed this one card, and and I'm like, I'll, I'll throw the dice. Like, if you could find me that, then I'll, enough. I'll go for it. And, and that's that's what trading, I guess, is supposed to be about. Oh well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm glad you got it, and you had your pick too. Like, Letty was really nice. He was like, it's between these two, and I told Jeff, I was like. What do you want? <laughs> like, uh, you know, so, not you didn't just show him one option. You showed him two. I wow. was like, "You get what you want, man. Just I don't care anymore. Just end this <laughs> torturing pain." Oh my goodness, mate. So, um, so in all the, uh, so here's a question. So you've been you've been in the game, man and boy, man and boy, um, and um, 
you've seen a lot of different elements of the hobby come and go car companies rise and fall trends obviously a lot of that's from the sports side but what what what's what's the kind of biggest takeaways you have of kind of the hobby now as opposed to how it's changed over the years or anything that's coming back that used to be there that went away or i'm just curious to kind of you know see your viewpoint on that well one of the trends that's happening which i i'm not really a big fan of the epac thing um personally i feel that's just a gigantic money grab by the by upper deck um but on the other hand it's you know, people enjoy it and have fun, <laughs> except for pack wars. I guess that's their people aren't having fun. Oh, don't even get me started. Uh, but you know, they're taking half of their product out of the hands of the retailers by, or at least, I'm assuming at least half. Um, you know, and the price points have all gone up. You know, nowadays a box is pretty much a pack of cards. You know, so I remember when there were 36 packs in 20 boxes in a case kind of a thing. Now it's you know, cases literally like six packs sometimes, or you know, it's kind of crazy. Mm. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, right now I, I, the whole you know graded card stuff is all insane, and prices, everything's just kind of gone insane. So, um, but uh, you know, and e-commerce changed a lot of stuff. The internet changed a lot of stuff. Mm. The eBay, mm. um, but you know, it's I enjoy the hobby in general. So. Uh, Good. Good. A lot of stuff. I mean, so, you know, I'm interested because, you know, all those things have been happening and they've been intense for a lot of us collectors who've been here for a while. Um, Like even me, which I think has been like I've been collecting cards, but like you guys are a little bit older than me. So I haven't been, you know, not as long in the game as you guys. Um, I still remember all that stuff. So it wasn't even that long ago. You know what I mean? Where all these things were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the sports side, right? Because I, from from what it looks like, and I'm not a sports guy, you know, I'm six foot four, nothing. You know what I mean? oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not a sports guy. Um, you know, everything seems to be graded in the sports hobby and the prices for sports cards is way more than where Marvel is um, as even now climbing as it is. So like, was that like that in sports as well, that slow gradual thing, or did that just happen? I, I know it's a Marvel card thing, but it's, it's related. You know what I mean? Cause it well, feels like me, Marvel cards true, are catching the, up. The true grading was all only for vintage. Uh, that's where, you know, to me, it really should still stay. Um, but more people got their modern cards graded and just asking this insane prices for them. <laughs> and there's people willing to pay this type of money. Um, but this influx is also causing major problems with the grading companies. They're crazy, crazy backlogged, um, even shutting down acceptance of, you know, new uh, submissions, uh, which is causing issues for other people. <laughs> mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it was. Yeah, it's it's a heavy, it's a heavy, heavy question. It's just it's just strange to see so much all this stuff change so quickly. You know what I mean? And in, oh, yes. like recently, like this has yes, just changed. What like in the last year? Eighteen I months, think? if that. Eighteen yeah. months, crazy like that. Yeah, and people have been yeah. grading Marvel. That that didn't just happen overnight, but the whole. The immediacy that came very quickly. But quick. to me, the the nuts, the high prices have only really occurred in the last few months. I don't really get what caused that. But instead of the beginning of the pandemic, mm. but the, 
this in the last few months it's kind of gone super crazy but yeah yeah, yeah just a touch uh, <laughs> just a touch just a touch <laughs> i think it's fairly safe to say um i mean i think i, f- I find it bizarre what I was reading in the in the in the in the news recently, or not in the news. I mean, it's not top it's not top headlines on the BBC. Let's let's be honest. But um, but online about you know people pulling guns on people in Walmart parking lots and so they're oh, selling yes. cards and right things now, like that. For the target I mean, stuff. it's it's just I just find it. I don't know. I, I, uh, it's cards at the end of the day, but everyone's everyone's kind of losing their. You know, on every, you know, I've seen it in the NFL group in the UK. People just like, what's happening? <laughs> well, pop culture stuff in general is all hot. Oh, yeah. Know, graded uh, video games selling for record numbers. Uh, comic books yeah. been selling for record record prices. Uh, mm. You know, it's it's pretty insane just all around in the cold collectibles world. Yeah. 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 And then, like you said, people pulling guns on each other in parking lots at Target. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which, over trading cards which like, yeah they're, I mean, they're chasing the money you know? they are yeah i mean yeah. for all i know people might have been putting guns on on each other in in the car parks of target for years this is just the first time it's happened in relation to cards so first toilet paper now cards yeah, yeah. i get it your toilet paper oh my goodness yeah <laughs> oh, it's yeah. weird a year ago it was a different type of paper product that people were going nuts <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, wasn't there all this drama with toilet paper?" Oh man, just just crazy. So okay, so Jeff, favorite set sketch card wise was MM07, right? And X tied between X Men Archive, about right. I really well, I really love the the set. All three of those sets by Marvel Master, the the seven oh, yeah. set one, two, and three. Um, they're just amazing to me. Uh, the base sets of like set three, I thought was kind of you know they were kind of weird, but you know it's rehashing the same artwork and yeah, uh, who knows? <laughs> but uh, and then Rittenhouse wise, it's the Fantastic Four and the X Men archives one. Those were the my two, and then I, I also enjoyed the Spider Man one. But there was a lot of competition with Spider Man just in general. So there's yeah. hardcore collectors that are just all about Spider Man. So in their whole, mm. so. <laughs> well, that was the one I dived in on. Yeah, uh, yes, because you like the black cat. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, that was the first set that came out after I discovered um, that black cat and sketch cards could go together, and it was game on. Uh, I did enjoy the uh, commissioning artist proofs from the that Ooh. set. That was one of my pa- the I really enjoyed commissioning the artist proofs from all the Rittenhouse sets. I like that oversized format and mm. and being able to what they could do on them. So pretty, yeah. So like this was the the first piece that I uh, yes. I was oh, able to acquire. It's by Brandon Kenny. Oh yes, yes. Uh, yeah, this is the piece that started all for me with the interacting with the artists. And uh, I didn't commission this; he had already drawn this piece. But then from that point on, it the so like I commissioned Perna on this one. Oh, get oh. the damn yeah. it. And this oh, wow. this set, the big deal was the artist only got one artist proof. So, uh, I, uh, so that was kind of a deal to be able to get, you know, the yeah, you nailed <laughs> it. That's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 can hear how amazing it is. It looks so good. And then I was, it features I was Gambit and one Wolverine. That I really liked was a, a man named Carlos Soriano. Oh yes. And, uh, oh his, yeah. And I commissioned the piece, and then he kind of lost track for a couple months, and then end up then he like poured water on it by accident <laughs> it's like oh, a room. Goodness. yeah 
but then luckily he hooked me up with the, I think it was an X-Men Archives artist group instead to make up for it. But but that one of one is damaged in, in a bin somewhere in a landfill. So, you you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the, yeah. I really I really enjoyed the commissioning the artists. Wow. That, that, yeah, that was one of my passions. I, I and then they get the money direct from me. Although then it's a catch twenty two because you commission them, but then if they're on the next sets then you kept getting pushed back and when you get your card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then there's also the, the idea of when do you pay them, you know. So there's the scandals if you pay them up front or in, you know, the middle of the deal or at the end. Um, so like I have Two transactions that I'm multiple year waiting, you know, for my product, but I'll probably never see the cards. But uh, uh, I've heard those horror stories. That scares me. Although I had one that went a decade. <laughs> so, oh, oh, good lord! Yeah, you got and, it. Yeah. I'm still owed things by that artist, but I'll probably never see that. So wow. Well, tell us afterwards. Yikes. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll wow. That. There we go. Yeah. In that bit. There we so go. when you get commissions, like, do you leave it up to the artist? Do you have like an idea of what you want? Uh, most of the time it would be, uh, I would just give them a character that I wanted and I would just leave the magic up to them uh, Beautiful. to put it that way. I've never really been that big into kind of the art direction kind of, you know, I want them, you know, standing and pointing to the left and that's never <laughs> been my thing. I do know that there are people that do that. Um, so pretty much it's just been, Oh, and there's a few times that this goes surprise me. Um, uh, so, like, Dos Santos, I commissioned numerous, numerous times. So, at certain points, I just go, just surprise me, you know. So, and, that's cool. You know, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. But uh, oh, that's great, man. That's so much fun, dude. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I went back and forth. I remember doing commissions because when I first got in the game, there was no surfers to find. So, I only had APs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they're locked up. Um, so I did APs and I originally was like, you know, I kind of want this idea here. And, you know, and then later, you know, through trial and error, I realized I was like, you know, you're commissioning the artist, man. If you have that much confidence in commissioning them, then you have to have that much confidence in letting them yeah. do their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that 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 came a little bit later because I was so excited. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh man, I want Surfer to do this. You know what I mean? Oh. Um, <laughs> definitely not nitpicky at all. More just like general idea type of thing. But then right. later I was kind of like, you know what? I'm going with this artist. They can do whatever they want. I think the moment I did that was with Toma, and I was like, uh, I've never had the pleasure of of. Uh commissioning him though. <laughs> you would love One it day. he's really nice he's really nice he's really cool and he's and he's working on sets right now he's a really cool guy he's he's a pleasure to work with and i was just like ah you know i want this or whatever and just nailed it you know what i mean i just yeah but i think that was when i did it for me too and now you're the same way too right ian yeah well i don't um most of my um ap's that i have from rittenhouse are oversized ones um mm. but they were already done I think uh, I only. Oh. I think I only. I don't have a. I don't have a lot. I think I probably have less than ten. Um, but um, but they're ones that were already done either by someone else or the artist had already done them. Because I'm 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 kind of someone who buys. I kind of buy on site if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I'll see something and I'll know I'll like it. So people always send me links to eBay listings for Black Cat sketches, and uh, in a, in a lot of cases I'm like, ah, just just. I know it's Black Cat, but I don't like that. Do you see what I mean? It just doesn't do it for me for whatever reason. So, yeah. Um, 
and I'm, yeah, Jeff, sounds like you're quite similar in that if it catches your eye and it ticks the boxes, you might not know what those boxes are. <laughs> Indeed. But, but you ticked. know you need to own that sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, one of those boxes is obviously the black cat's in it, and ideally that she's got eyeballs. Um, beyond that. <laughs> yeah, I know that's yeah. in your piece. Yeah, I don't know, which is bizarre because... Um, and the rule of nine, that's one of your pet peeves as well. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's, it's one, of the, one of these things I need to do is go through my, my binders um, and figure out what sets I might only have seven sketches by so I can get another two black cats <laughs> to kind of fill That's it out. Um, when, out. I, when I've got a bit of money, I'll, I'll do that. And the, the annoying ones are the ones where I go kind of one over because, oh, f- I've got to get another eight now. <laughs> <laughs> rather than think oh i should probably get rid of one my first thought is oh no i need to get another eight <laughs> which then you know you're in trouble um but uh, <laughs> do you keep but, all your cards in binders or do you yes, yes no i am i am i keep them in binders i've got um oversized fortunately most of my oversized ap's came in um, top loaders that fit those but I've got mm-hmm. no idea what they're called or where you buy them or even if you can still get them because um, it's been a while so so yeah I I mean like this size? Uh, yeah um, bit shorter on the top they're more, whoa, they're whoa, more... Whoa, whoa, whoa. who did that? Brian Kong you son of a Brian Kong it's amazing Jeff we're going to need pictures of all these for the tasting notes by the way of course. so folks yeah. if you're listening and you're wondering what we're ooing ring, and reaching for the Kleenex for it'll be on the tasting notes <laughs> uh, yeah, this one is the only one that I, uh, I commissioned the cover for and I racked my brain a bunch of times and and then I found, I guess it's the cover of the graphic novel or uh, yeah I think it's the graphic novel by Sienkiewicz <laughs> So yes. God. Yes. He did an amazing job on this one. That's one of my favorites. So good. Yeah. Funnily enough, we were talking earlier on. I, I, I really, it, it, I had a light bulb moment earlier on when I was talking to Norin that I actually do need to just get a cover recreation done. I'm getting one. Yeah, we'll tell you uh, more about it afterwards, Jeff. Yeah. We don't want to spoil, spoil a surprise, mm-hmm. but yeah, but yeah, I'm finally gonna get a cover. Re- uh, I was stupidly, I thought I would find the. Uh, like one of the cover recreations that's already out there for Surfer, but I've given up. So yeah, I'm just it. Oh, son of a. Okay, Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> cover recreation. Is that Bronze Age? Yes. Yes. It's by. Uh... Oh, it's Dan, Dan Bergeron. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Norin is, is picking himself up off the floor. This could be a good time for a little commercial break. Well, so mad. We're going to talk about our intro. I can't even look Norin. at Jeff right now. Norin I can't even look at him. Up. I don't even want to look at him right now. Where is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's so great. So, are you? So, do you do only top loaders, Jeff? Uh, Eddie Wagner. Oh, uh, right. Well, most Maybe of my I'll... artistries I have in them, uh, but I, I actually have I have too many that I just have a stack, unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah. the... The, the artist, this was one of my passions, getting the Rittenhouse artist crews. But uh, yeah, so I have too many to fill the top loaders. So, but uh, I guess there's other alternatives. But right now, any of these supplies are just that's another thing that's dried up. Expensive. You know, the, yeah. yeah. PPE. I have no idea what's caused that. But the, it's, the, it's the same raw materials as the PPE. Yeah. That's why, fundamentally. So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, knowing you are going to let me do this little um, interlude where we oh, talk I'm about. Oh, I'm so Eddie sorry. Wagner. Did I mess that's something quite up? Right. No, no, that's I messed quite something right. up. That's I'm quite so all right, Dip. We're, we're going to go, go in, and then we can, and then we get back to our.
regular schedule round. So I'm going to share my screen so we can all look at the same thing at the same time. Um, and we are going to look at Eddie Wagner's Instagram. Uh-huh. And you can find Eddie at Instagram.com forward slash Eddie Wagner, which is E-D-D-E-W-A-G-N-E-R. Um, Eddie Wagner Aguia Jr. Um, now, Eddie, I know from his work on Rittenhouse sets, and I didn't think he was still active in cards, but oh, my goodness, he so is. So let's look at some of his – oh, my goodness, right – asking me to log into Instagram. Hold the line, call. Noreen, can you do some hold music while I log into Instagram, please? And we're back. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Let's look at his Black Diamond sketches. Damn wow. him. Look at those. Those look really good. They're really nice. I love that Professor X bottom middle. And that oh, cosmic Ghost Rider as well. You've been wanting to get that, that that character. That's a really good one. I love that Ghost Rider. Yeah, but look at but look Ooh, at this. Like, look at this. Right here we go. Uh, now this is an oversized marble. Dangerous Divas AP by Eddie Wagner of Gene Gray. Nice. Really been a commission. Look at He's that. He's always Andre, been good. Andre Toma is commenting on it. <laughs> yeah, baby. And and getting getting into it. Um, so wow. yeah, Eddie Eddie's Eddie's based in Brazil. Um, so it was Andre, yes? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, yeah. that's right, Tom. Yeah, yeah, he is. Look, look at that. Marvel premiere. So, oh, look at the way he's done his hands. So what we're looking at, you'll see this, folks, if you go to Eddie's um, Instagram. Um, yeah. it, it, the Marvel premiere, he's done Cyclops' hands kind of holding the top and bottom of the frame. So he's worked the frame into the into the image. Who's oh, reflecting yeah. in the visor? Wolverine. That is, no, it's an uh, enemy. Um, it could be Omega Red. I don't think so. There's claws on his hands. Are they? Really? Right above his right oh, eye. yes. Yes. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. That's All very right. creative. See, that's crazy. Creativity in the cards, it's, it's amazing. It is incredible. All right, what's going to be next? What's going to be next? Oh, Mystique, I've seen this one. <sighs> Look at that Mystique. I love Mystique. See, now this one I find a shame because it got cut down. That's... Yeah, because you like them oversized. Yes. Yeah. Mm. There's a Katie Cook out there that uh, got cut down, and I just I found that <laughs> it's just a shame to me, but it is what it is. Uh, no, uh, what the hell's that? No, and it's a what Silver Surfer commission on, on Black hell? Diamond. Look at that. That's not mine. Someone else did that. That looks great. Killer. That is nuts. Killer. That is absolutely incredible. Wow. Uh, look at that venom. Just killer. This, oh, just, this is Eddie's just always like a, been good, though. This you know is what I mean? just Eddie's like a always been good. Really, oh, Weapon X. Yeah, <laughs> Weapon X on a oh. Spider-Man archive artist proof. Oh, no. Cut oh, down. What's going to be next? What's going to be next? Very uh, nice. Oh, it's a little video. Look at this. You know what? It really his style really reminds me of Tony Perna's in this one. Something about it. Mm. Yes. He always does good work. You know, and that's the it. thing about the older sketch cards that people don't understand either. It's like, you know, they weren't like, I think what Jeff said was brilliant. Then like the difference now being they're more art cards than sketch cards. I, I found that absolutely genius, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. but what you don't understand is that the older sketch cards, they were sketchy, but man, you got to see like 
the thought process, like the creative, like you can tell the greatness that is there. Yeah. It's been good. That Wolverine yeah. on Marvel Ages. So we're looking at Wolverine that has literal bullet holes in his head and That's neck on Marvel Ages. And wow. it's AP. And it's brown suit Wolverine, which hopefully everybody on the call can agree is the best Wolverine. <laughs> I'm yes. just going to nod because yeah, I'm massively familiar Jeff with him. gets it. He <laughs> gets it. <laughs> I, I think Wolverine brown costume, man, you can't top that. I'll probably get a. Sketch. You don't like the cat face one with like the whiskers kind of deal. <laughs> I don't know. Only when I'm feeling frisky. Uh, <laughs> oh dear, which is most of the time. <laughs> which um, is most of the time. That's fair. That's <laughs> just. I, I love this. It's just like scrolling through. What is this? Oh my that's goodness cool. me. That's his, some of his homebrew stuff, I think. That's good. That's, that's on his art blog. If you spoke Portuguese, you could find out. Yeah, yeah. True. Uh, Google Translate, I, baby. Well, the thing is, on the app, there is a translate button, but I'm looking at it through browser. So, you know, wow. aside from me kind of doing that thing in the Matrix where they plug something in and they learn the language in five seconds, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, so we'll, we'll just keep scrolling through those parts. Um I'm loving this. So, guys, if you want to see, oh, hello, she's rather lovely. <laughs> of course, no idea what it is of, but she's lovely. Um, uh, hello, and there we go. More black diamond. There we go. We'll, we'll end it on on some black diamond because otherwise I'll, I'll go down a rabbit hole. Um, scroll through joy. Go and see Eddie Wagner's Instagram feed. Um, link will be in the show notes. Eddie, thank you. Um, I've got a couple of black cats by him, I think, from some of the earlier Rittenhouse sets. So he's been he's been at it for quite a while, as it were. Yes. In terms, I have a feeling he went away and came back again. So I don't remember seeing him on kind of. Yeah, I Master think he did go. Six, so eight. Sixteen, Marvel eighteen. Yeah. In Marvel 70th. In Marvel Universe Series 2. Mm. I don't know which one was the last in that. I think Series 2 was 2014, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he must have come back into work for Upper Deck maybe five years after last written house. I'm glad they brought him back. Yeah. Obviously, he's always been a killer. Yeah. He's doing great, man. It looks good. It looks really good. I love his stuff. Um, mm. So yeah, I imagine. Well, like I said, he's he's just joined MCCW and he's already posted. So uh, I can I can imagine he's probably. To be honest with you, let's face it, Matt Fuller's probably already got him booked up for the next five years. <laughs> so his uh, so master project. Yeah, his master project. His so. never-ending master project. Never-ending uh, master project. Well, Eddie Eddie's going to be on. Hey Nicholas, come here, buddy. Sorry, my oh. baby poodle. Hey buddy, come here. Um, Dog on the show. Dog on the show. So I'm gonna show. Say hi to everybody, buddy. Did you know what I'm I think so. Hey, Buddha. Hi, hi, hi. That noise you can hear. He is actually Go get him, buddy. Beard. Um, yeah. So. Uh, what was I going to say? Eddie. Yeah. So Eddie's going to be on the set. It looks like he's on Black Diamond and he's going to be on mm-hmm. Marvel Premiere 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I'm Don't guessing. Know. I think they were possibly Premiere 19, those. It might be 19 for yeah, sure, but I think, yeah, I think he told me he's coming up. Showing. Yeah, 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 no, no. He's com- he's, I think he's coming up on the next premiere, I think. Uh, so good. you mentioned something like that to me. So be excited, people, because that's going to be hella fun to see his sketches on those sets. Ah, ah, okay, interesting. So thanks, Eddie. Um, one of our new crop of um, intros from artists. Um, and if you're an artist and you haven't done an intro for our podcast, email me. Email me, email me, email me. me. It's 
going to catch on, Ian. Just I'll, keep I'll, promoting it. I'll take another Email drink. will be a keep thing of talking. the past. Mm. <laughs> Have you guys interviewed Roy Cover? Say again? Yes. Have you interviewed Roy Cover? He's, no, he's not yet. Person. Not yet. No, I'm, I'm no, aware Roy, of Roy, we got to get. Yeah, his work. He's, he did his work is amazing. It's pretty, yes. And I know he, I think he's new to to the group as well. Yeah, we joined a while ago, and I think he, he commented something. He said, I'm not sure this group's for me. Um, and I commented, no, I said, nonsense, nonsense, stick around, you know. Um, and then I think he had a, he, he came back in the last few days and had a little burst of posts. Ah. Social so media is sick. hard on everybody, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Tell me about it. About it, I, I was I was only twenty when I started the groups, and that was two years ago. Now I'm in my late forties. Um, <clears throat> I had a full head of hair. So, um, so what's your kind of what's your? Have you got any kind of goals at the moment that you're going after? I mean, obviously you, you've got your your characters that you kind of used to like, but now it's kind of what what catches your eye. Have you got any kind of any sets you've got an eye on, or any artists that you've got an eye on, or where, where's your where's your where's well, your I have, uh, I have a lot of eBay uh, save searches, um, <laughs> and I'm mostly looking for anything from the Rittenhouse or the early Upper Deck years. Mm. I'll let all the other people chase the brand new stuff, pretty much, and uh, I appreciate, you know, the the older sets. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my deal. So, you know, if a really nice piece comes along, uh, you know, I'll pick that up, kind of a thing. Uh, and I have long-term goals with, uh, like, you know, the X-Men Archives uh, yeah. kind of master artist type deal. Um, yeah. You know, it, one dream, which would be almost impossible to do, would be, for instance, the Fantastic Four just to have all Silver Surfer, for instance. <laughs> uh, you know, I forget what... <laughs> Noren's leaving the scene right now. He's, he's actually he's actually leaving the scene of the crime. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted all <laughs> silver, sir. For you know, yeah. just a small, that, small that, journey. That's like almost impossible to do, kind of a thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty just on looking out for the that mid range of the. That's my wheelhouse. That mm, the written yeah. house and the. I really like also the Iron Man two set that Upper Deck did. There's a lot that's of good. Great. I, I I appreciate the good inking kind of you know the. Pen, pencil work and then ink work. Yeah, I felt with some of the written house stuff, they just went straight to the you know the markers and you know which is cool and all, but some of that artistry to me kind of went missing. Mm. Um, I really enjoy the good inked piece. So some of my favorite artists back when I collected comics were more of the inker kind of. Mm. So like I like Mike McNola. He was one yeah. of my favorite, but I liked his early pre Hellboy kind of time. Mm. Um, there was like the Rocket Raccoon, uh, yes, mini series, or uh, when he did a bunch of Hulk covers, or uh, um, he was he did a Silver awesome. Surfer cover. Yes, <clears throat> isn't that crazy? I had no idea, but it's the and one I where the all of his any cover work that he did, I, I collected back in the day. I'm pretty sure and he did some early Marvel fanfare as well. He has he a, might a, be in Marvel Hellboy fanfare. set that he has a sketch card from, so I was very happy to. Uh, to get one of those. So that's one of my comic book idols today. Oh, wow. Was able to get. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. I had no idea, Jeff. Congrats on that, man. That's a yeah. huge, that's a huge thing, man. That's awesome. And then the one era of cards that I do regret not getting this, and I was very aware of them, was the whole Silver Age and the, that the what's it called? Marvel Creators Marvel Collection. Marvel Creators Collection. Yeah. 
Like I, I really kick myself because I had many opportunities to get stuff from that, from those years. But the and obviously the Fluorultra Spider Man, uh, oh, the, the elusive Fluorultra like Spider Man case or something back in the day. Yeah, they weren't one a box. Yeah, yeah they hadn't no. started that yet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that that time frame, I have a few pieces from. You know, I had to chase down a. Uh, another deal in my collection is I kind of wanted uh, like a Sienkiewicz. I was able to get a piece or a Romita or a, any of the bigger name artists. So the so I have like a small collection of Silver Age or the Marvel uh, Creators Collection kind of thing. Brilliant. One of my grails I would love to get would be in, like an Art Adams. I know that he was on the 2007 Marvel Masterpieces. And there's actually one shared today. Um about the Dormormo, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Who's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of my grails, if, if I could ever get one of his pieces. But, uh, that's so, crazy. So here's a question. So of your, I'll ask this to, it, it works better with a character, actually, but not necessarily. So if you had a comic artist that's, that's, was, that's kind of either still active or was active kind of in the 90s or 80s or whatever your chosen golden period is to do your character who would it be oh uh well i was a huge fan of jim lee's and work and and i also enjoyed todd mcfarland's work mm. uh, and then Mc- mcnola with me <laughs> would oh, also be up there yeah so. Yeah, but when I was a kid, I loved going to the the artist alley at the the San Diego Comic Con and oh. having them draw on like a, a. I had like this autograph book, <laughs> uh, so I had like Ron Lim and Romita and whatnot, the, you know, signing them. But the, but yeah, Jim Lee would be probably my my top one. But. I wish, man. I've tried so hard <laughs> to get a commission from like the 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 one I was able to do, which I think I showed you, Jeff. I think I showed you. So this might be old news, but like I was a huge fan of the the series uh, Silver Surfer Requiem, and um, the person who was on that set was um, the the artist is. Um, oh my gosh, slipping my brain now. Holy hell. Um, it's really sleeping my brain. That's embarrassing. Who is this guy? Um, he also worked on the Thor stuff. Isad Ribrick. Mm. That's right. And I and I, I got this from him. Ah, very nice. I know he wasn't on the set, but I fell in love with that comic book series, and I was able to find a blank. But just you know, oh, yeah. just like getting some of these artists who are just like like you admire their work like mike and everything like mm-hmm. that you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just i find that so amazing to yeah. be able to like get a commission if you can swing it or whatever but I, I would love to see those guys on the sets and you know i think i think that's a misfire you know i think we should have another marvel creators collection mm-hmm. come back oh, yes. mm-hmm. i would Absolutely. lose my mind over that oh, you know i, think, what I, mean? I think I th- that would wait that would be a hell of a way to go That'd well, be great. unfortunately, the price point would be probably prohibited. <laughs> well, <laughs> just a little, just yeah. a little, just I mean, a little. I a lot of eBay I, hunting. I would, um, I would have to go if, if in this mythical set or in this mythical blank <laughs> that I was able to give them. Um, I've got three: Chris Bacalo. Ah, I love a little black cat from him. On he's great. Let's just say 
let's just say let's keep it to masterpieces 07 stock just to keep it nice and simple okay mm-hmm. um second one i'd like an alex malieve oh yeah i'd love yeah. a black cat by him um and the third one would be oh my goodness the third one's gone out my head mark bagley ah bagley yeah. gotta get it bagley, bagley bagley's working on sketch cards hasn't he done one or two doesn't didn't he i uh what am i thinking of maybe no i'm thinking of something else i'm sure no, you're thinking of, yeah he, he's done maybe a set I but i don't think he's done sketch cards no maybe not maybe not maybe yeah. i just saw a piece from him and it was smaller maybe like on comic yeah. art fans or something i have one piece by malieve an electra from 2008 series two. Oh. oh yeah that one i was See, those are the types of uh, buys that this was on eBay back in the day, but the people, there's like unknown artists. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was, like, I was able to, you know, and you get these, those type of, you know, purchases pretty cheap sometimes. He only did 10 pieces that, that year. Wow. I don't know how to share that one. Is there a way to share your screen? Uh, I think you can. Just fire it over to us afterwards, and we'll put we'll it on the show notes. That's crazy, um, Jeff. I had no yeah. idea. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the other thing. I wish I knew more about the artist list for that 07 list. I know that's kept as like a big secret because, you know, it's hard to like figure out the numbers and the people who are doing that master set keep that kind of locked yeah. up. My main source was Scoundrel for that. I think it's still live. The ever-growing list and debate if they were on the set or not or how many pieces they did, that kind of thing. I'm going to have to check it out. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, most of the visuals on that site have gone because they, you know, back in the day. Well, it's evil photo bucket. Photo bucket, yeah. And, of course, photo bucket. They destroyed it. It's all their fault. (laughs) Yeah. They want money. Bastards. You have to to (laughs) pay them. That just ruined that site because everybody posted their stuff on there. Yeah, I remember the days of free photo bucket. Now look what happened. Now uh-huh. look at it. Um, but um, but no, I think yeah, but I think a lot of that's still there because I remember I remember seeing discussions about it back in the day as well. I have to um, look it up. I mean, one of my one of my big pet pet things is in masterpieces. Back to those writer autos because that's my obsession um, on masterpieces two thousand and eight. Series three, um, twenty-five of them came out, but twenty-seven of them were. It's because it was supposed to follow the nine card per page. Ah, yes. Um, uh-huh. And there's two that there's apparently two that you can actually find a post on Scoundrel where someone reported that someone else had seen the blanks, but of course, you know, this is so long ago, and the only reference to it, and one of them I think is Brian Michael Bendis was supposed to be one of them, and the mm. other one was supposed to be one Warren Ellis. And those, was those are types they of hard signed or are they sticker auto? Uh, they're sticker autos, but they're lovely ah. cards. They're really nice cards. They're really pretty. Yeah, the Silver Age ones were the on-card stuff. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a Sab Bashemi you just held up. That's gorgeous. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah. that's the John. I've got, yeah. I've got a couple of those. I've also got a couple of... Um, Creators Collection did a lot of good ones as well. So, for example, you've got you've got mm-hmm. much more contemporary people like Dave DeVries has got a Creators yeah. Collection. Yeah, and that's on card. Um, I don't think that's card. sticker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter David's got one because I've I've got that one. Um, yeah. God, who else? Loads of people who are you know very yeah, contemporary, contemporary to that time. Um, which is why I really dug the Creator Corner autos in Marvel Annual. Ah, oh, they look good. You know. 
I mean, they're sticker, right. but they're just nice to have those creators kind of, you know, contemporary creators on there. So it'd mm. be nice to get contemporary artists doing some sketch cards, even if their incentives or limited. Because let's face have- it, they were limited back in 07, you know, 10 cards for, you know, believe two for Sinkevich or however many it was. Something to be done about that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, just pay them, pay them what they pay them what they need. Yep. And yeah, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure we'd all be queuing up for that one, wouldn't we, Jeff? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. So what what got you to only click Black Cat, or do you enjoy any other uh, characters? Or oh, yeah, I enjoy them, but I don't feel a need to own them. Um, mm. I think there's maybe been. I think I put I pulled a. I think I pulled a Gwen Stacy on Fleer Ultra Spider-Man 2017 on EPAC by one of the Rachos. Might have been Ray Racho. There's a, uh, there's a handful of them. <laughs> yeah, there's so many of the Rachos. Every time I look, there's a new one. Um, but um, And that was so good, I almost decided to keep it. It, was a, it wasn't a Spider-Gwen. It was actually a Gwen Stacy, and it was just so lovely. Um, but no, apart from... Um, you know, brief kind of musings since I've never really felt the need to collect any others. Ah. So I remember, I think I busted a case of Dangerous Divas back in the day. Um, and I think it was 12, was it 12 boxes? I think it was 12 boxes a case. Um, and you get one case, you get one sketch per box, of course. And yes. I think I only pulled one black cat and I was so annoyed. <laughs> because <laughs> there were so many bats in that series um, um, but um, and I very very quickly offloaded all the others so uh, yeah I didn't feel any need to own them at all mm. uh, actually in all the Fantastic Four uh, uh, I opened numerous cases and I never pulled a Silver Surfer card in all oh, wow. <laughs> really seven eight cases of that product <laughs> and I never uh, ever pulled one <laughs> See, I'm Which just not lucky. You think the odds are you would get one, but uh, not no. for me. No. See, I'm the same way. Like, I never. That's why I don't do boxes, man. It's not really that I don't want to. I mean, hell, I'd love to open up some boxes and, and cards because I love cards in general, you know, and I love sketch cards. But, man, I just do not have that kind of luck at all. I know some people pull out bangers all the time. I just don't. It's just never happened. Like, for me, kind of like with you, it's all eBay hunting. Like, if it's not, like, that's the only way I get my cards is through hunting on eBay and, and finding out where people live. But other than that, it's usually... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but that's it, though. You know what I mean? That That's it. Um, yeah. No, I'm the same way. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed you pulled a black card, a black cat sketch card. When Surfer comes back, I'll try. Like, if there's ever, like, a Fantastic Four product or something Surfer or Cosmic related, yeah. I'll buy a case and give I'll, it a shot for fun. But can I, can, I just, can I just let you know something else? That black cat, I hated it. <laughs> See, I'm really picky too. I didn't yeah, care for it at all. But no, it was an anti-banger. What is this thing we've we've hit being called bangers now? Where did that come from? I've it's from the young kids. I don't know. It's from the, the, the younger youth, kids. Youths, youths, the youths. Those, They're so yeah. misguided. Yeah. Those those young people. Unlike us with grey hair and our beards, eh, Jeff? Yes, sir. I got great. Hey, hey, it's there. All right, don't exclude me. There's some yeah. grey hair there. Yeah. There's like a, a fleck hair. or two. 
Okay. Uh-oh. I got hair on my chest. Thank you very much. I don't need That's this. Well, listen, the lower the grade goes, the older you are. Anyway, um, on yeah, that note. <laughs> on that note. See what you got yourself probably, into, Jeff. I'm yeah, so sorry. We should probably we should probably try to steer this Zeppelin into land, shouldn't we? Um, <laughs> Um, Jeff, I love your collection. Thank you for sharing it with us um, on ah, a, thank a, you. almost daily basis, actually. Um, Seriously, frankly, thank you so much, man. Even if you did really one a day, awesome. even if you did one a day, because I know sometimes you splurge and go mad. But even <laughs> if you did one a day, I have a feeling we'd be here till about twenty forty with the volume of good good sketches that you've got. So uh, please, please keep going. Um, well, yeah, love it. You know, um, a black hole collector. Yeah, I love yes, yes, <laughs> but but no no but thank you on behalf of us who are no, black hole collectors you know for for at least being willing to show i mean it is a it's not a completely public group you know people have to apply to join so it is a closed user group but thank you for sharing it and you know for the 2000 plus members that are there it's um it's cool to see so long may your collection continue to grow and flourish and not have gray hairs not have gray hairs. <laughs> not have gray hairs. Marvelous. But Jeff, you know, you know, you know, it's that time. It's that time that I warned you about at the top of the show. You know what to say. Enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.